Live from the heart of the Mid-Ohio Valley, this is the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob. Now here are your hosts, Bob Mercer and Rick Sawyer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Always fun to be here. <laughs> well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Mid-Ohio Valley. As always, we're glad to see you. And tonight, we got a special guest on. We're going to have Mr. Scott Heckert. He's the delegate from District 13, West Virginia. And he's going to talk to us about different things. And we'll probably get into a little bit of a discussion because Scott is also with um, friends of the NRA. And as most of you know, our Second Amendment rights are being trampled on or trying to be trampled on. So we may get into a little bit of that. And Scott's also with the Marine Corps League. And so we may talk about some of the things that they do for that. But uh, anyway, first off, I've got a couple things I want to talk about here. Rick, you doing all right? I'm doing great. Good. Hanging in there. It's been an interesting week. been an interesting week. So this week, we're going to have shout outs. Shout outs to all the graduates from Parkerburg High School, Parkerburg South High School, Williamstown, um, the ones in Ohio, I think were last week. Um, congratulations to all the seniors. I know we went to Riley's Riley's graduation Tuesday night. Awesome, awesome, awesome. She did. She graduated with high honors, and I'm proud of her. And she's pretty cool. Uh, Tuesday night or Monday night, my great nephew Christopher Sawyer. He graduated from Parkerburg High School. Oh, well, it's a school. Just kidding. And so, you know, they're getting ready to do their thing. Congratulations to all the middle school kids who are going to be going to the high school and to the elementary kids that are going to go to the middle school. What the heck was that? I was attacked by a cat. So just want to give a shout out to all the graduates and all the kids and enjoy your summers and be careful and make good decisions and don't do anything don't do anything silly. Just have fun and be a kid. Don't worry about the rest of it. The rest of it you'll pick up later. Just worry about being a kid. I know I do. That's all I worry about. Birthdays. My sister Missy was t- turned 50-something the 23rd of this month. I'm not. I, I'm really not sure. I think 55. I think. But anyway, happy birthday to sister Missy down in down in Broadway, North Carolina. Love my sisters. And um, let's see, who else? Nobody else that I'm aware of because nobody else gave us anything so far this week. Uh, Pet of the week, we don't have, but there is an urgent need from the Humane Society of the Ohio Valley, uh, Marietta Humane Society, okay? The dogs, um, let's see. Dogs have asked <laughs> that we post an urgent plea for canned wet dog food since they heard from a very reliable source this morning, Sunday, May 28, 2023, at the pantry shelf is empty and there's zero cans of wet food in the shelter. Feeding time's usually around 3 p.m. Dogs will begin to panic. So, you know, help out the both Humane Society, Humane Society of Parkersburg and the Humane Society of the Ohio Valley. Help them out. You know, they need food, cat food, kitten food, dog food, puppy food, cat litter, blankets, they need all kinds of cool stuff like that. So if you can, help help them out. And 
you know, drop them off at the Humane Society. I know they'll appreciate it very, very much. Uh, we're, we do our part by making sure everybody's aware of it. Hey, that's pretty good, Rick. You did well. Them pictures. That dog's like, yeah, right. So, <laughs> anyway, just try to help them out. It's an ongoing issue in both Marriott and Parkersburg. Shelters and anything you can do would definitely, definitely be appreciated. And I know there's a lot of people out there that love animals and that would be willing to help out. If you need to find out, it's everything's on our webpage, bobcast.net, or reach out to Rick or I or, or my daughter, Jessica. She volunteers down there. Um, volunteer information, opportunities. Look, we go over this every week. There's all kinds of places that need all kinds of volunteers, fire departments, uh, Circles Campaign, SW Resources, uh, Red Cross, the Arts Center, everything. You know, just a lot of places need a lot of volunteers. And it's for some reason it's hard to, for them to get that because there used to be a lot, like a lot. But now it's like nobody wants to do it. So everybody's needing help. Find a place to volunteer. And like Rick and I always say, you know, get involved in the community because that's what it's all about. The community is what makes us, you know, and you, if you want to make a difference, you know, be that person that you want to be and go help them out. Again, part of our police department is going to be having their test Thursday, June 15th at 6 p.m. Applications can be picked up at the Parkerburg Police Department on the third floor of the municipal building. They must be turned in prior to taking the test. After passing a written test, applicants are required to complete a physical agility test, which will be held at a later date. And here's some of the minimum requirements. Test agility tests are 1.5-mile run in less than 14 minutes, 36 seconds. I can do it in two days and 25 minutes. So... 27 push-ups in one minute, 29 sit-up in one minute. If you have any questions, you may call 424-8412 or send them a message through Facebook. And all the jobs mentioned in the segments that we've had before are found on our jobs page on the uh, bobcast.net under jobs. So, Not Steve. Really? Sorry. We, we could have went all day without hearing that. <laughs> Just keep going. I'll stop interrupting. Go to your room. <laughs> Organizations in Belfry, Williamstown, Marriott have announced their summer concert schedules. Music by the River, sponsored by Belfry Women's Club, will begin June 6th and will be held every Tuesday evening through August 29th at Civitan Park in Belfry. Concerts last an hour. Bring your lawn chairs. Music in the Park 2023 by the Marietta Welf- Welfare League what I thought, thought I misread it, will be held 7, 8 p.m. June 1st through August 24th at Miss Kingdom Park on Front Street, Marietta. The city of Williamstown has announced the music in the park at Tomlinson Park concert lineup. Shows are at 7 p.m. Monday from June 5th to August the 14th. And Parkersburg has theirs Thursday night from, I believe, 7 to 8. And that'll be going through August. Details on all these, it'll be on the uh, event page on the Bobcast, excuse me, on the Bobcast.net. So, again, you know, we appreciate everybody being here. So, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to bring Scott on, and we're going to talk about you know just different things throughout the state, Second Amendment stuff. If you know we get there, and. 
things that Scott's involved in, things that he, you know, I talked about Scott the other day, and you, you guys got to understand that, that this man, this man cares, and that's just no kidding. This man cares what happens, and I appreciate the living heck out of him. You know, he's he's already done a lot of good, and he's going to do a lot more good. And so, without any further ado, I'm going to introduce Mr. Scott Heckard, the Assistant Majority Whip, and um, he's going to explain to us what everything, you know, what he does and what's, back it up here, Robert. He's going to explain to us what he does and, you know, what a whip is. <laughs> and he's the 13th District Delegate to West Virginia Legislature, Mr. Scott Heckard. Evening, sir. Evening, gentlemen. I appreciate you so much being here. We've been... You know, we're going to try to get a bunch more people on as we can. It's just, again, I go back to the schedule thing. It's just hard for us to try to get everything put together, but that's that's going to change. So, how you been? Good. You guys are on break, right? I mean, recess? Yes. We won't go back into, um, unless we're called in, we won't go back into August. Okay. They're doing some work down at the Capitol updating some things, painting some things, sprucing things up a little bit for us. But uh, a lot of good things happening around the state, not just here. Well, that's good. But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people like, you know, they don't have the opportunity all the time to find out what's happening in our area or even around the state. I mean, I know it's out there, but people don't have a lot of opportunity to do it. And that's why the Bobcast. That's why we do the Bobcast. We try to keep people up to date. You know, Rick and I try to stay very positive. I guess two weeks ago, we got into a little controversy. People heard about it. A good, healthy debate is good for for everything. Now, evidently, some people don't think so. But, oh, well, like I said, that's just the way it works. So kind of give us an idea of what's going on around the state. And what a, first off, I want to know what a majority whip does. Well, the majority whip, his job is to go out on either side, Republican or Democrat, uh-huh. um, to get the votes. If a bill comes up that they, you know, the, the the leadership wants to run, is to go out and get a feel for how many yays we got, how many yays we got, right. and how many undecided. Um, the assistants. I mean, there's 89 of us now, Republicans down there. So they, the leadership decided to pick some of us to help the majority whip, and he gives us our assignments. And our job is to go out and not to debate it, not to swing anybody one way or the other, just be like me coming to you and saying, Mr. Mercer, we'd like your opinion on the personal income tax reduction. You for it, you against it. Right. You would give me the yes, no, maybe. Go to Mr. Sawyer, same question. I have seven people, sometimes eight, that I have to go ask. Um, it's fun. You get to interact with different delegates um, in the house to at different times on different levels. And then we take it back to the majority whip office and leave it. And then if he needs, then he does his job. Our job is just get get the count, pass it on. That's cool. 
I had no idea what it was. And I mean, I, I know that they do it on the federal level and you hear it all the time, but I'm thinking, okay, whatever that is, but that helped out a bunch. So this is your first term, correct? Correct. Wow. Cool. I'm glad. Anyway. I so did, what, I did go pretty ahead. good. I thought of we, I ran six bills of my own and I got three of them passed. And I co-sponsored 79 or 80, and we got 19 of them across. Wow. But that was with a lot of us, all of us working together. Um, I will say that for the most part, we all work together very well. Never are you going to put 100 people, men, women, in the same room and expect everybody to go the same way every time. But at the end of the day, after our sessions are over or after our committee meetings are over for the most part, everybody goes right on back to how you doing, Bob, how you doing, Rick? It's a, you know, there's no two places in the state of West Virginia. That's the same. There's right. no two places that need the same things. What works in Wood County may not work in uh, Wheeling, Charleston, Huntington, and what, and the delegation that we sent down here from Wood County all worked together. If we had uh, all debate on something, we did it in the chairman finance office, Mr. Vernon Chris's office. When we come out of there, we was united. We stood together. We didn't always see eye to eye. But like I said, a good, healthy debate and difference of opinion will make things better in the long run. Right. And that's what I try to tell people about council. I mean, it, they think that, you know, just because we don't agree that we all don't like each other. Well, that's wrong. That's that's not the way it is. You know, we agree to disagree. And that's the way that's the way I like it, because I'm friends with everybody. I, you know, if you got a if you got an opinion, amen to you. It's why it's why we have freedom of speech. And so. But so some of the some of the bills that have passed, I know you sent Rick and I one the other day, and um, what was the House bill? What was that? I, you sent it to Rick and I. Well, I got during the sixty day regular session, uh, members worked on advanced legislation to make West Virginia the easy choice for business and families through tax cuts, promoting jobs creation of jobs and economic growth. Uh, we ran 332 bills. That's a legislation from the house and the Senate. And that I can remember the Senate's number cause it's easy. There's like 119 bills come out of the Senate that passed. Mm-hmm. The rest come out of the house. Okay. Um, and that's all just since January. Since January. That was in the 60-day regular session. Wow. Um, Impressive. And you don't know how the lions live till you live in the den. It's the easiest <laughs> way I can tell you. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Good if way you go down there and, and, and work, and you don't have to get along every day. But the main goal is what's best for the whole state, not just a particular part of the state. Right, right. Um, the House Bill 2526, the personal income tax reduction, uh, House Bill 202, providing support for families. 
which was one of my personal favorites because it give a a non give the non-family tax credit from four thousand to five thousand to help with the adoption program and and the taking care of some of the foster kids. Um, House Bill thirty thirty five higher quality education program and school operations. Two thousand and two, the Second Amendment Privacy Act, which was another one of my personal favorites. It's where some states, the feds were feds were trying to. Anytime you bought something on a credit card, it was allowing them to track it. Jeez, that stop. It's it's we stopped it here. Great job. Yeah, it wasn't just me; it's a whole bunch of us. I mean, it was. I, a whole, I, 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 understand. I understand. Well, I just like to get that out because sometimes. People think that when we're talking about stuff, we're trying to take credit. There's no way for me to remember all 132 names. Right. right. Down there, it's hello, Senator. Hello, Delegate. It's a lot easier that way. Uh, okay. 2005, dual enrollment. Uh, 2006, House Bill 2006. DHHR reorganization. It's time to do something. That monster is out of control. I've seen where the governor appointed two secretaries to the posts. Those will be, instead of one being over it all, there'll be three really? over different divisions. Cool. Um, there'll be three different with executive branches, and it'll be better checks and balance, and it'll be better for the members and better for the, the elderly and the kids. Cool. House Bill 2007, prohibiting <coughs> certain medical practice was a very controversial bill. Um, but the majority felt that it was time to do something with it, and we did. Is it, could something be changed if necessary? Yeah, for the right reason. All right, all right. But Kid, it's seven years old. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Did either of you? Nope. No, I dreamed of being a a policeman, a fireman, a cowboy. Aircraft pilot. Oh, yeah. You know, anything that... uh, But it's very controversial. I understand both sides of the situation. Um, But... Yeah, I I had a discussion at work today with somebody about that. And I said, you know, I said... If, if, if you go to a six or seven year old and tell them that you're going to do this to them, that's exciting because it's new. They don't know what that means in the long run for the, and you know, that could be one of them things for a different show, but I mean, I, 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 I understand that because it's very controversial yeah. and I understand that. And I understand people are upset. It's not that I don't don't hear what they're saying or care what they're saying. We have to look out for the the major the minority as well as the majority. Right. Uh, House Bill two hundred eight, Sanctuary Cities. This purpose of this bill is to clarify federal immigration enforcement in the state of West Virginia. It's, it, 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 we just got there's just certain things we've got to do. 
I, there's certain the law's been the law for a long time, and and breaking the law to fix the law just don't work. No, it doesn't, and it's becoming a problem all over the country. That it is. House Bill or Senate Bill One Twenty Eight, the Executive Powers. We did some stuff to, to to redo that and reorganize it and set it up to where there's a few more checks and balances in it. House Bill 3042. RIFRA. Everybody was wanting it. And it makes things better for the people that that don't understand what it is. Anybody that wants to reach out to me, uh, they can send me an email. And I can forward them information that they can read what it's about, and I'll help anybody in any way. It makes no difference to me who it is. Well, we're, we're also going to have your contact information, Scott, on our webpage. That's Good. all right. That's great. That, that way people can get in touch with you, and they can go on our webpage and, and get your information if they can't find it somewhere else, which I know you you. And the other, the other delegates, in, especially in Wood County, are more than willing to listen. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn because – we, we all still talk on a monthly basis about different issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senate Bill 220, the Industrial Hemp Development Act, it's not about the actual hemp itself or, or the byproducts of hemp, per se, mm-hmm. but it is about certain byproducts. There's a lot of stuff made out of hemp that people don't even realize. Sandals, shorts, shirts, jackets. Really? Brace. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. But the purpose of the bill is to regulate the manufacturing process, distributing, offering for sale, and selling of different hemp cannabinoid products that are consumed or using consumption with the, the Department of Agriculture. It is a big industry, and not just so you can sell stuff in a bottle or a pill right. form. Or salve. But, you know, like I said, they make different things. A lot more stuff than I realized. But that's just some of them. And if, if you all want a copy of this, just let me know and I'll forward it to you. Yeah, if you would. If That'd you would, be, great. be great. I'd like it. I'd like that. So, if I mean, we, when, when you come up with an idea, what's the process? I mean. How, in other words, you'd like to know how a bill becomes a law. Yeah, that'd be great. People in the community come up with an idea. They send it to their delegate. The delegate will take it to what they call bill writer, which is a lawyer that knows how to write a bill. Okay. Then we take it into committees and discuss it. Usually before it goes to the committee, groups of us get together, and there's a paper for us to sign on who's going to head it up. Who's going to be the lead sponsor? And then up to 10 people, 10 or 12, my brain's scattered. I haven't got all my eggs back in the basket from this year. It's been a, it's been a tough year with my dad dying in August. Yeah. And then awful. the campaign. And But I like it. I like it a lot. I feel like I'm making a little bit of a difference. And the worst I can do is leave it better than I found it. Right, you're definitely making a big difference. That's for a fact. But it's a team effort. 
Right. Again, it is a team effort. Yep. But you take that after you get that, you submit it, and they and they take it downstairs and draft it all up how it's supposed to be, and the code that goes with it, and the what have you, and then you take it around and you take the people that co-sponsor it with you. Did you show up to different committees that it's going through? Try to get support from the people on the committees. When it passes out of the committee, then it gets read three times on the floor. Uh, you can pass it on out of the first one onto the second one reading, and you can pass it from the second reading onto the third with the right to amend on the third. Okay. Everybody thinks when well, you're down there 60 days, it's all, you know, you're down there eating good and you're not doing much. There are days like that. You eat good down there all the time. They take good care of us down there. Yeah, as well they uh, should. And anybody's welcome to come to the Capitol when we're in session. It doesn't mean that we're going to, if you don't set an appointment up to meet with one of us, it doesn't mean we're going to have a whole lot of time. But all everybody down there tries to make time to talk to people that come in. I definitely plan on doing that just whenever I get a moment, you know, I'm down. Plan ahead. Call me and set it up, not have them waiting on you to do it. We'll give you an escort upstairs. I can do that. You're great. Um, then after it comes out of the House, it goes to the Senate. And it goes through the same process at the Senate. If they make any changes to it, it comes back to the House for us to concur with it. Or we'll send it back. We, I say we, it's the speaker. We'll get everybody's opinion on it on the floor. And if we vote to ask them to stand down and pass it as is, that's when the, that's when the fun begins. Um, it's a long process. Uh, sometimes they're double referenced, which means in the House it has to go through two committees, which takes twice as long. Right. And, but there is on the West Virginia uh, house site, uh, you just type in, or legislative site, you just type in WV legislatures and the site will pop up. And there's all kinds of information on there. And you can watch the streaming of some of the, of some of the committees that we've got going on when we got them going on. You can watch live on the floor. Uh, and certain officials in the different communities will be watching and asking and texting us while we're trying to have a good argument or a good debate. What are you doing? What are you having for lunch? It's a lot of fun. A lot of people that I've been friends with, we've become closer friends. And some of the friends that I've got, we've become a little distance because I'm just not, as you know, Bob, I'm just not one of them guys that somebody's going to call and say, you're going to do this or else. Amen to that. I like Amen the, I like that. the or else button. I want to see. I want to see what's behind door number two. <laughs> Rick, it, can you get can you get that down there? The West Virginia Legislature website. And we we can put it on the website. I will do that so, so that we can we can find out what. So, how many committees are you on, Scott? I am on five committees right now. I am on government organization, energy and manufacturing, and health. And I'm on two subcommittees, which is fire and EMS, which 
Bob, you and I go back a long way in the fire. Back to the Gale Hartshorn days, if you will. Exactly. Back to emergency services. Exactly. Kenny Harris. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of us. Yep. Um, and then I'm on, and, and I'm on jails and prisons and Homeland Security. That's one. That's cool. Yeah, it is. It is. I yeah. asked him when I got elected and when they asked me what committees I wanted to be on, I told him I didn't really care what committees, but I wasn't coming to Charleston for 60 days to lay in the hotel room and watch gun smoke. I can do that at home. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, with, with as long as it takes to get anything done, it's amazing how much you guys got done in just that 60 days. Everybody down there, you don't, you don't see it. And I'll go right back to the statement I made earlier. You don't know how the lions live until you live in the den. Yeah. It seems simple. It seems like there's not a lot going on. But I... Anybody that thinks that we're not doing anything down there, I invite them to come. They can't go in. They can go into any of the committees unless we're in caucus or in a closed door meeting. But they can follow any of the delegates around from 8 a.m. because our day starts. Uh, the, the majority of the the different delegations, there's certain. There's a group that meets and has coffee at different places, mm-hmm. um, tries to swing votes for this bill or that bill. But we start at our caucus meeting on the House side at 8 o'clock, between 8 and 9 o'clock. And from there, we either go straight to a committee room meeting, and as the session goes longer, we go straight to the floor. Because when the cutoff date is, or the crossover date, some of them call part of it, is when no more bills can be sent to the Senate or no more bills can be sent back. That's the crossover. That's a drop-dead date. Okay. But uh, it's an interesting procedure. You can learn a lot by watching it on that channel. I love watching it on PBS, too, or the yeah. upper channel. They haven't. I love sitting and watching it because it's, cool. it's interesting, you know, how they back and forth, you know, and they're very respectful. It's interesting watching it from the recliner. Sometimes them two and three hour debates when you're sitting in the floor, on the floor, not near much as interesting and fun as you would think it would be. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, sometimes the next day, people's emotions run high, people's passionate runs deep. It is hard to go in and 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 really know that this is what your community needs but know that you can't get there from here hmm. sometimes it has to come back there's some bills that we helped get through this year that they've been trying to pass for four or five years really yes. that's the same bill the Just same bill. back and forth yes so under what under what circumstances does the governor call like a special session because i know sometimes they'll They'll see in the paper, Governor Justice calls special session for something. Is there a particular protocol that they have to follow? Or is there something that, like that he sees that he wants to bring back? Or if it didn't go where he thought it would be, he wants to bring it back so you guys can take a better look at it? Or how's that work? Well, in 60 days, there's only so much can be done. 
right? And down there, when you for every action is a reaction. When you're in when you're in legislative office, when you're in the mayor's office, when you're in the city council's office, it's not just this is a good idea. Sign this. We're going to pass this tomorrow. Okay. You have to look at how it affects everything. Um, I'm going to touch on one that's very controversial. Um, PEIA. You know, it had been let go for 11, 12 years because nobody wanted to raise the rates. The state workers, the police officers, and the teachers are the unsung heroes of the state of West Virginia. But could there have been another option? Maybe. I wasn't privileged to that. I was privileged to the three options that they give us. One, because if it was, if PEIA was a publicly run insurance, it would have went defunct a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that idea. Neither did a lot of other people. The other one was let it just don't do nothing. And Sorry, I'm trying to answer a question. Okay. All right. That's fine. You do what you got to do, sir. Right. We're here with you. Okay. That's mine. Okay. You, that don't, you don't, you don't, Rick? No. Okay. Well, I don't know why. I don't know how I can get it off there, but it just says no RGB signal power will be turned off, but I don't know how to get that off there. So anyway. I don't see it. There's my, there's my good friend, Roger Conley. Isn't he the best? Isn't he the best? Roger, Roger and I have a unique relationship, kind of like me and you. Right. We have the ability to have a really good debate. Not both of us never see eye to eye all the time. But the next day, we're talking about something else. Yep. And and that that's important in this in this in in society. It's important. Period. Yeah. But getting back to PEIA, uh-huh. the. If you go back 12 years and take the number that people were paying 12 years ago, add two and a half percent to it and carry that forward every year up to the date with the inflation, with the Mm -hmm. insurance, listen, insurance, but the cost of everything has went up. Healthcare is going up, food, fuel, materials. I mean, it's just the same eggs that we were buying in the store Four years ago, two bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. My wife, my wife gripes every time we go to the store. She's like, I can't believe this. And but what we did was, is we done what we thought was best so that the people had insurance still and they had a way to get treated. Because option number two that I talked about, the July 1 date, very few physicians, providers, or hospitals was going to take the PEI insurance. Now, at the, when it first went down, that we you know I got some nasty grams and I got some. But after I got to talk to some of the people, just like I'm talking to y'all, mm-hmm. and and like I told them, you may not like what I'm getting ready to tell you, but it's the truth. I'd rather have you mad at for me telling you the truth. Because you're going to be mad at me for a short time. 
once you lie to somebody, they mad at you forever. Yep. Especially some of fact. us, especially some of us old school guys that carry a grudge way too long sometimes. That's a that is yeah, a we fact, do. Sir. That is a fact. Wow. But so, um, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Your show, Mister. You're on. There's going to be some next year. There's going to be town hall meetings all around the county. Mm-hmm. I'll get you all the dates. You guys are more than welcome to come too. Anybody's welcome to come. Um, there's going to be. You had my card up, and I appreciate that. And I thank you all for putting that up for the thing at Tuesday at Columbo's. Yep. It's a legislative update. Um, there will be other delegates there, and they will have time. If you have a particular question for one of them, we'll try to get your question answered. If we can't get it answered that night, we'll get your contact information, and we'll get you an answer as soon as we can. Well, and I am it. a big Ronald Reagan buff. Uh you know, it's one of my favorite sayings that for years that I've lived by, by working together, pooling our resources and building on our strengths, we can accomplish great things. But when we put our head, when we put our feet in and I'm not budging, it's my way or no way. Not a whole lot's going to happen. That's a fact. See, that's a good thing about, that's a good thing about you and I. I mean, the local the local governments, the county governments, the state governments need to work together for the betterment of everybody. You know, it's not, it's not yay for this person because like me, you know, I'm a district, I'm a district three representative, but we, we take care of everybody in the entire city and that's the way it's supposed to be. And I I love it that, you know, I can call you, you know, me, I know you, and it's not, you know, it's one of them really good things. Same same when Roger was on. Roger and I, you know, I could talk to Roger about anything. And it's amazing that, that I can have that relationship with somebody on a state level. You know, in case I have something I want to talk about, you know, we have a we have a good mayor. And we're trying very hard and people don't get it. Just like in the state level, people don't get it. You know, we do things, we try to do things, but if you don't hear from somebody... If something's happening, you don't hear from them, then it comes out to the, well, we got to do what we think's best for everybody. And that's the way you guys are. Sometimes people just don't. Just don't well, I'm going to give Tommy, Mayor Tommy Joyce a big shout out because he spent a lot of time with us down there in Charleston. Yep. Um, he had access to my office on the, and other people's office on the house side. He, Tommy Joyce was down there a lot. And he made a lot of trips, and he, and we got a lot of good stuff accomplished because we all worked together. Yeah, and I'm glad for that. I'm glad for that. So is there anything on the legislative level you want to talk about? Maybe we can move on for something. I mean, I know you're involved in a lot of stuff, and a couple of them I want to I well, want We to can talk on. about the legislative stuff from now till tomorrow or, oh, yeah? or beyond. Well, but we'll have other times to do that in other places. Even yep. if we have to set up some kind of hot dog hamburger potato chips because you know we got the best potato chips in the in the world here mr b's mr b potato chips they are they are very helpful to this community always have been and that's amazing and and i appreciate them and it's it's one of them bragging right things that we get to have that 
you know, the only potato chip made in the state of West Virginia is right here in Parkersburg, West Virginia. And they're working on having the being able to get all the potatoes from West Virginia. Well, see, that would be great. Being worked on. That would be great. But the one thing I'd like to mention, if you don't care, is August. You do what you got to do. August the seventeenth is going to be the Republican Party picnic. Okay. Um, and and we're going to have speakers from the state, the city level, state level, county level, all the way up to the DC level. There'll be speakers coming. It's going to be a good time. Um, I'll get you some more information on it, but it is at Buzzy Dills Park on August the 17th, and the gates open at 5. Okay. And that's open to the public. It's open to the public. We'll put that out there. Yeah. We'll put that out there. Get us the information. We'll get that posted. But don't forget forget Scott's legislative session update on May 30th at Jimmy Colombo's restaurant, Tuesday from 530 to 8 o'clock. And... And that will also be on our um, web page, episode page. Yep, sir. One, th- one other thing I think out of because this is one this is one that I'm proud of that I got to be there for. Yes, sir. And you can go to um, wv.org and and look up uh, 2003 income tax cut and property tax rebate. And I have the paperwork. I can email it to you guys, and you guys can put it up on your page or put it, yeah. send it please, out or whatever. Please, please, um, if you would. Because it is a very interesting piece of, couple pieces of paper, and it is, uh, it's well worth reading. And it also gives you the breakdowns of the amounts, and the times and the dates, and it also gives you phone numbers and names and email addresses to the tax department with the people that work with this every day that can be very helpful. That's great. Okay. And on the legislative side, I think that's all I got fellas. I got, I got a question for you. Uh, a couple of years ago, I remember there's a thing where uh, a few of the delegates or a few of the senators wanted to go back into session, but they couldn't because the governor wouldn't call it. Now, is that something that, that uh, can be changed by the legislature, or does that require a constitutional amendment to the state constitution? How does that work? I'll get back to you on that because I, the governor has to be the one to call, but he also works with Speaker of the House Hanshaw and President Craig Blair. They work on that stuff together on when they, like I said, this is my first session and, and I'm still learning. But I'm having fun, and it just goes to show you, you can teach an old dog new tricks if you feed him good. <laughs> well, goes back to the food. That's right. What do you say? All righty. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Now, let's just kind of step into some, some murky water here, if you would. Second Amendment. Rick and I, Rick and I talked the other day, two weeks ago, and you, were, you, you listened about the invasion of America. The, and this is where I caught heck because people, people just were like, I can't believe that you watched this show or that show. Cause all the, every, they said everything that Rick and I said on the show was a lie. Not, none of it was true. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, that's fine, whatever. But anyway, we, we got to talking about the Second Amendment, 
and I know you're with the um, Friends of NRA, and I appreciate that. I'm a member, and I know Rick is. Um, of the NRA. Well, there's a difference of the NRA and the Friends of the NRA. Okay. The NRA is the, is the legislative for-profit, um, the Arms. ones that really make the Second Amendment stuff. Mm-hmm. They fight the fights. Uh, they, they're there every day. The Friends of the NRA is about raising money to support shooting sports for women and kids and not okay. just firearms. All we right. support. In the state of West Virginia, forgive me if my numbers are off a little bit, but we average about 35 groups of kids throughout the state not only in shooting, the shooting part, but in safety, training, providing the safety materials that they need for when they're at the camps and they're at the places shooting and competition shooting. And then whether it's countywide, statewide, or you. What the heck? There we go. Got go, you back. go ahead. He, I'm he sorry. took me serious when I said I'd like seeing what's behind door number two. He's giving me choices. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, but we give away in the last five years, six years that I've been involved, in excess of $500,000 back to the kids in the state of West Virginia. Wow. That's great. Wow. Now, and that we do support the West Virginia shooting team, rifle team. Mm-hmm. We support some, and, and I we can have another show on that, and I can be more prepared for that. Absolutely, well, let's do, let's that. do it. And, that and, that would be great. That's a positive. But just so everybody out there in TV land knows, I'm going to be me till the day I die. This is the first time since I start when I started running for politics that I have ever been on the front end. I, I have for years, I got, I got involved with the Ladybirds and it was a great group of women. We've done a lot of great things. Uh, I know, I know for a fact you did. And we did. And, and, and the pandemic kind of broke us up, uh, because they didn't want us meeting they didn't want us doing this. They didn't want us doing that, but that time's gone and it's time to move on. Okay. Well, what, on, what, what, on, on the invasion if you will, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem helping people that need help. Right. But when when you start putting our veterans out of hotels and housing to put illegal people in, I got a problem with that. I do. No matter who, and don't get mad at Bob and Rick. If anybody gets mad, see me. And we can sit down and talk about it as long as you want to talk about it. Veterans, we owe everything to veterans. That's it. <clears throat> Most people use veterans <clears throat> Memorial Weekend. I'm going to get choked up shores of the world. They use, hey, Becky. <laughs> they use this weekend for the opening of grilling season. Backyard barbecues. Riverlot barbecues. Memorial Day to me is much more than that. It's sure I do like the grill, as most of you know. I'm pretty good on the grill. But this weekend, we should remember 
all that the veterans have done, the past, the present, and the future. And we really should use this weekend, and I'm not accusing anybody of not doing it. I'm starting to learn how to use my words, but every once in a while I use a word, somebody gets misconfigured. This weekend should be to remember those that give the ultimate sacrifice for what we have today. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And I tell my grandkids all the time and any kids that are with me and in groups and I talk to kids, if you see a person with a hat on or a shirt on that says, I'm a veteran, thank them for their service and thank them for what you have today because if it wasn't for the men and women that give the ultimate sacrifice, we wouldn't have a lot of what we had today. Exactly. We'd, we'd be speaking either German or Japanese by now. I'm, I'm still learning English. I'm pretty good with hillbilly. But <laughs> That's awesome. But well, I would like to give one shout out too to the city council for being under fire as much as you all are and hard as you all try to do the right thing and the best thing for the city. Um, unfortunately, when you choose a lifestyle that we've chose, you're going to have days like that. Yeah. Not all days is going to be roses and petals. A lot of them's going to be thorns and, and nails. It yep. took me a little bit of time to learn that, Scott. I know my first year was very, very volatile. My first year was very, just very stressful for me. But now it's like, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I do what I do. And it's not for Bob. It's for the citizens of Wood County and or Parkersburg and my district. And that's why I've been elected twice. Here's yeah. where my wife and kids are going to go off the rail on me, but I can't help being me. I tell people when they call and talk bad to me and they send me nasty grams, there's a way to fix this. And I'm not perfect. I'm not the best there was, the best there will be, but I'm me. But if you don't like what a delegate or a councilman or councilwoman or a mayor or somebody's doing, it's real simple. Come out from behind the computer screen. Go down when the appropriate time is and put your name on the line and see how much fun we're having every day because it is a lot of fun. There are some headaches. There are some days where I'll sit in my hotel room or my, I got an apartment this year and look out at the river and think, because that was my one request when I went to the apartment. I want to view the river. Awesome. And I, and I sit there and look out and think, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I doing this? And then because I'll get a phone care. call from a kid or an elderly person or a friend from home or a friend from across the state. Wake up the next morning, suit up, and go do it all over again. Exactly right. Exactly. It's a right. dirty job. Somebody's got to do it. That's what they make dry cleaners for, Rick. There you go. But, I mean, ask me. I love what I do, and I, I, I love being a city councilman. And I, I love I love talking to people. And so, anyway, anything else you'd like to say before we go, sir? There's your information. I really appreciate your all's time with what you're doing and how you're doing it. And it was an honor and a privilege to be invited Ours. to come on here with you all. And uh, it's a cost of sounding selfish. If you ever need somebody to fill in for whatever reason, I'm a phone call away. 
that'd be fun. We've we've discussed that, haven't we, Ricker? Yes, we have. We, we have. Everybody we bails have. out of you in a hurry. You know, the three of us go back a ways. Yeah. We can yeah. find something to talk about to entertain the people out there in Facebook lane. No We're doubt. We're just waiting for you to get your barge fixed up so we can come down and have dinner and chat down there with you. Well, you all yeah. be more welcome to do it live from the barge when we get that's it. That's what we want to do. That's what, that, that's what we want to do. We're looking forward to that. That that uh, that barge belongs to Diane Heckert, my mom, and that's what she wants to do, and that's what that's what we're gonna do. And and she's she's as more ready than you all are. But as y'all know, finding people to get up and show up for work every day on a regular basis is tough. Oh yeah, it is. I know that. We're having the same issue out at nine one one, just trying to find people to to work, but. We we get by with it. Well, I'll tell you if I'll tell you a quick funny one, then then I'll let y'all go. My grandson told me the other day, he said, "Papa, you need to run for governor." I said, "No, I don't." <laughs> yes, you did. And he said, "Yeah, you'll put the people back to work." I said, I, "We're not going. I'm not going to be governor. I just yeah. got my first year in his House of Delegates. I just stay what I'm doing. I'm having fun." Hey, our our good friend Roger is uh, running for city or for county commission. Yes, he is. That's great. He'd be a great county commissioner. He's a great guy. Great, that's going to be a race that's going to be worth paying attention to and keeping an eye on because I just believe that's going to be one of the races in 2024 that people are going to be shocked over. Yep. Yep. Well, Scott, listen, it's our honor to have you here, Absolutely. not only as a delegate, but as a member, you know, veteran member of the uh, Marine Corps League. And all the things you've done in the past for us, you know, friends of Parkersburg, friends of Parks, different things you've done for us. We appreciate you. And we want to have you back on to talk about Friends of NRA. And we'll just do a complete show on that because, you know, I think that's awesome. Our kids need to start learning things. You know, they are the future. And some of the stuff that they're being fed now is counterproductive to the point of ridiculous and with what you're doing we, we really need somebody we really need you know to come on and talk about it so we appreciate you very very much ladies and gentlemen go go see scott uh, on the 30th at jimmy colombo's talk to him give him your concerns i promise you this man will listen to what you have to say i pro- and i'm making that promise this man will listen to what you have to say he always does, and he's going to make a major difference in the in the state of West Virginia, just like the other delegates are. And our buddy Roger Conley did. I I, I just can't say enough about him, and we've been friends for a long time. And I, I appreciate him and his family. They're you know local business people, and they do the very best they can. So, Scott, thank you, sir, and you have a good evening. And Rick and I'll get with you. Everybody stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. Look out for your the elderly and your friends and your family, and we'll turn this world around for too long. Yes, Amen, sir. brother. Amen. Talk Thank to you later, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate see. it. Uh-huh. <coughs> Let's see. All right, Rick. So what a great interview with yeah. Delegate Scott's Scott. Scott's a great guy. I mean, I could sit here and talk about Scott all day uh, <laughs> because he, he's just an amazing person. 
he is that remember what he said tomorrow we remember those who gave the ultimate sacrifice you know the song some gave all all gave some and that's what tomorrow's all about people thank a veteran thank a law enforcement officer thank a fireman thank ems everybody but tomorrow is about the veterans who gave all and we're proud of them they've made this country what it is today this is a free country we want it to stay that way we need to we need to work together we need to pay attention to what's happening on a federal level on a state level on a local level and we need to work together if you don't like what's going on by golly do something about it get involved i'm telling you that's why i became a councilman my mom always said you could do two things you can sit and whine about it or you can do something about it and i chose to do something about it and that's that's one of the proudest things i've done in a long time becky mooney needs said she needs go fishing go fishing yeah she needs go fishing she's down florida becky is she's down florida and pam pam turner she she said hi so hi pam turner and you know thank you all for being with us tonight you know rick and i love everybody we we're happy to just do what we're doing and we thank you all for the positive thoughts and the positive words and the comments and so rick do you have anything you want to say sir no sir i'm just i'm just really looking forward to having scott back yeah it's a lot of fun tonight I want to get Roger back on too. Roger Conley, oh, yeah. maybe, yeah, we maybe we get, get them two. Maybe we get them two on at the same time. Oh, that'd be cool. Talk maybe after the next, you know, because Roger's a very smart individual. Um, you know, he owned he owned his own business for a long time. A very smart man, and I I think the world of him. And he was at a meeting the other day, and he had I believe one of his boys with him. They're just as just as gracious as he is. You know what I mean? Just good people. Just good people, and and I appreciate them. Appreciate their friendship. Appreciate their thoughts, and I appreciate their words. When they tell you something, you know that you can believe what you're being told right there. So and I appreciate you, Bob. I appreciate you, Rick. You don't <laughs> realize how much I appreciate you, even though I tell people every day, every week on here, I, I, I the, the the Bobcast would not be if it wasn't for that man right there. And it wouldn't be for that. Would it wouldn't be man. for that guy right there. That were, there we go. <laughs> Remember, everything from tonight will be on our Facebook page, Bobcast.net, on our webpage. It'll be on, you know, under different tabs. Rick and I are always available. Always talk to you if you need to, you know, you want to know something. If you want to see somebody come on, let us know who you want to see. We'll grab them, you know, especially politicians. We love to talk. And so, Rick, if you don't have anything else to say, sir, I think we'll close her out tonight. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Bobcast MOV. Listen to the audio versions of the Bobcast wherever you get your podcast. We are everywhere. Every single format we are on. And we appreciate you, you know, appreciate you guys listening. And as always, remember, those who are always looking down, never see the rainbow or the silver linings. So keep looking up.
Yeah, that's all, folks.